0: Come back, guys, to another episode of Win 2 or more with the Macaws. Unfortunately, the other Macaw, Nanny, is not with me today. Unfortunately, that's just going to be the way things are going to be, unfortunately, because of what we're dealing with. Sometimes it's appropriate for any one of us to be there, but also because of the language. We want to address some really important issues with the Spanish speaking audience as well. And so, Nanny will deal with those issues. Today, we've got a really exciting one. I'm joined by Zier, who is, uh, yeah, a UK, a US artist, musician uh, that promises to inspire you today. It's, it's fantastic. As soon as I got hearing Azay's music, I it immediately hit me that this guy wants to talk about positivity. He wants to inspire others, and he just wants to send out a positive vibe to other peoples in a way that is doesn't compromise truth, but is loving at the same time. Before we get into that. Um, there's a few things, a few announcements we have to make. This is number seven podcast, which is fantastic. We're really moving forward the steps and it's really good to have you guys here with us. We have a um, several different ways in which you can support the, the podcast. The first is whatever platform you're watching it on. If you're watching it, we'd like you to subscribe on YouTube. Hit the like button down below, um, especially if you're watching live here right now that would be great that means that we can get the podcast out to as many people as we can the second thing if you're listening to this podcast and you're on podcast platforms it would be great if you're able to uh, to hit the five star um i know that's the case on apple Podcasts. if you hit the five star that helps us get this podcast out as well and also that we do have an option to financially support the podcast which is the buy a drink uh, buy a coffee uh, campaign, which is a great financial way of supporting if that's right for you if it 's not that 's not a problem but today's coffee has been bought and provided by josh today so I really appreciate that so thank you buddy without further ado let 's get into today 's podcast so as i said u s uh, artist Zaire has been inspiring a lot of people with the lyrics that he brings uh, into the yeah a very diff- a different type of genres and and he likes to just consider himself an artist as to not put himself in a lane but without further ado let's bring him in hello my friend how you doing
1: hey story how hey. you doing man
0: <laughs> very good brother very good you had a good day what's 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 uh new york saying today ah man it's
1: it's good out here the weather is really nice everything is new york is being new york fast paced. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> amazing amazing <laughs> Well, I tell you what, it's great because a couple of, um, I think we got LinkedIn via, via Instagram a couple of months ago. Um, and I'm like always interested in people using their platforms for good. Um, and so anybody that does that just inspires me and I want to reach out. I want to know why. And so that's part of the reason we started this podcast. Um and you are one again, like one of the first people that I think, okay, I'm gonna to speak to him. He's got a story, he comes in from a from a different angle for most people. You're creative, which is yes. you know, a lot of people are creative in their own way, but not a lot of people have the um the energy to show it, I guess. I think, you know, so yeah, yeah. So I think it just it was important really to to bring you in to hear your story. So I'm glad we've brought you on. Are you excited, mate? I'm
1: very excited, and I really appreciate this whole opportunity. And I heard that you said, like, people—you reach out to people that inspire you. It's a blessing to know that my music, my work, just my work in general inspires you. That's that's my main goal. I want to be able to inspire people, and yeah. just have that positive. Um, I want people to have that positive intake on mm-hmm. what I bring out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, that's
0: good. That's good. Yeah. So let's let's start at the beginning because that is the best place to start. Let's um, go, let's do it. Let's, <laughs> let's do, do it. it. Run us through like from the beginning then. What's your what's your background like? Let's run us from the start.
1: Yeah, So I, I I'm I'm Brooklyn bound artist. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I've been living here my whole life. Um, as you can see, I am a music artist, but that whole thing came about first of all, I have like a musical family. But what really drew me drew me closer into music was because at the age of two years old. I have an uncle named Michael so my uncle Michael he introduced me to Michael Jackson and from when I was I remember that time the first video I saw was smooth criminal and just seeing the creativity the grooviness of the music the whole vibe of Michael Jackson that just that drew me closer to him so as I've gotten older he's been like a major role on the reason why I do music and you know the creativity side of me and why i'm so I'm so passionate about being creative and, you know, just putting out great music, you know? So Michael Jackson had played a major role in, on, on my life and the reason why I do music. Um, he also helped me get to, like, a lot of situations, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I was younger, in school, as a kid, especially when you feel like you're the one that's that's different from everybody and everybody don't understand, but, you know, you have your times, you get sad, and I would go home, watch Michael Jackson. It's like, you know, I'm I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm in a better headspace than where i was in school because sometimes it was tough of
0: course but yeah as i've
1: gotten older and experiencing with different genres of music even down to the hip-hop because i do rap um Mm -hmm. that's what also played a major role on how that's what groomed me to be the artist i am today
0: Mm -hmm. when when did you realize that you were different you used an interesting term there like you were different from the rest of the kids. When did you realize that? How old were you, do you think when you realized that?
1: Well, I've, as a kid, you're not mm. really in that mature state, so you don't really know why everything is like that. But I've came to a realization when I hit my teens, about <laughs> my preteens, about 12 years old, going to 13, and mm. having conversations with my mom and stuff, and especially getting more in tune with the Bible. And mm-hmm. understanding like what it spoke about, and why life is the way it is, especially for me, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not meant to be um in a position I'm meant to be outstanding, you know what I'm yeah. saying, I'm not yeah. meant to be ordinary, yeah, you know so
0: mm-hmm. yeah, That's yeah, awesome. yeah. and so you've just mentioned your 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 Christian faith there has that been something you've been raised in um I'm
1: gonna be completely transparent, so yeah, good. I I grew up in church, cool. so that's been like my whole background, okay. but my relationship mm-hmm. with God didn't come from me being in the church, it came from my own experiences in life and just having yeah. that relationship and developing that relationship myself and my own journey and my own walk and the things that mm-hmm. I've dealt with and the things that I've been through.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I would I would say I, sh- I share the same experience. I would say well, I grew up in church, mm-hmm. but church, I mean, yeah, if, if yours is different, let me know, but. I grew up in church and it was very much like that was just the thing that in our house we did. Um, but I would say I, I had to walk away and then realize for myself that that was right rather than just do it because I was told to do it. Is that? Can you relate to that?
1: Um, I, I, I can relate to that, especially mm. as a kid. It's like you have to go to church because, you know, our mm. parents made us do it. I don't want to say made us, but we have yeah. to because we can't stay home by ourselves and we have to go yeah. wherever our parents yeah. go. And I didn't understand it when I was young, but as I've gotten much more mature, and from my personal experiences and stuff, okay. and the things that God has done for me, it's mm-hmm. like okay, this is real. Yeah, this is real. You know, okay. so that's that's how I was able to to um you know build that relationship with, with God, my own path, my own my own journey.
0: Sure. When was that? Like when did you? You know, some people like to say be born again. When were you born again?
1: I would say, I actually have a song called Born Again, too. Now, um, yeah. I, I, I would say that came about, like, probably my the middle of my teenage years, like, 14 to 18. Okay. Because I've been through some stuff. um, Like, my past relationships and the depression and the anxiety mm-hmm. and the things that I've had to deal with as a young man. It's like, sometimes it's hard. Because when I we was very young. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, so we don't really have that that strength to do it, but that strength that I've gained it didn't mm-hmm. just come from people, it came from God. I would pray to him like God, you know this whatever's happened in my life, especially down to people, if these people aren't for me, just remove them out of my life, Lord, give me the strength, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. That's why I know it's real like it's that's why I don't call myself religious, I say mm-hmm. I have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And spirituality—that's completely different from, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I lost the word, but that's completely different from just, uh, uh, uh oh man, I
0: forgot the word. Like a rules. <laughs> you mean like a set of rules, like yeah, a, like
1: a, like a set of rules or something? Yeah, yeah, like a norm or something. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. completely different.
0: Yeah. No, excellent. You said something interesting there about like the things you went through when you were young. Mm-hmm. Do you mind? opening up about that, do you, mind, do you mind, let's explore, like, as in, do you mind expressing the things you went through that would kind of stand out for you?
1: Yeah, Um. so, I'll I'll speak about every, a lot of the things that I've been through throughout my, throughout my whole childhood, leading sure. up to my teenage years. So, when I was younger, I was a little bit overweight. So, it's like, when you are overweight and do you see, like, a lot of the other kids that's, you know, nice and fit, and I'm not saying I'm a, I'm that type of person now. But you see all the guys getting a lot of the girls. The girls wanted them, but they don't want you because you're fat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or just mm-hmm. not say fat. I want to say overweight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had, I would be so ashamed to just wear my, you know how men have nice fit. They can wear their shirt and go straight down. Yeah. I would be so, like, ashamed that I would have, you know, these yeah. things. I don't know <laughs> So when yeah. I would go to when I went to school, I would either wear a sweater to cover it, or I would either mm-hmm. wear a scarf around my neck just to hide it because I felt like I would get laughed at, okay. and sometimes I did get joked on. Yeah, yeah. and it, and it hurt so much. Not only that, I wasn't always good in school. Like I started to get good grades and everything after after once I got to tenth grade. Yeah, I've oh. always done bad like academic when it comes to my academics. Okay. Every parent-teacher conference, it was like, it was always bad news. I just Mm -hmm. wanted my parents to be proud of me. And then, yeah, it was just so much. And as a kid, it's hard because it's like, all you want to do is be happy. You want to make your parents happy, but then your grades aren't right. So it's like, constantly, you got to go to parent-teacher conference, and then your mom, oh, you got to, come on, you got to get it together. Your teacher's telling all this. It's like, you want to hear something good. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's, that's like, that's been like a big, that, that was like a big toll on me, put a big mm. toll on me. And then um, during my high school years, I was in a relationship and then right. the things that I've been through within that relationship, it's like, it was, it's very hectic.
0: Mm.
1: I don't want to go too in depth. I don't mind yeah. sharing it, but I don't want to go too in depth because it's like, mm. it'll be like a really, really long story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I'm yeah. sorry.
1: But then again, you know what I'm saying? I, I would just say as a kid. And mm-hmm. dealing with that, you need strength because you mm-hmm. might not understand why it's happening, but things happen for a reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? That's so that caused a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, insecurities. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It mm. was crazy, man. And like imagine being the a, a young person, you still you're not fully grown, but it's like, why am yeah. I dealing with this? Heartbreak is mm-hmm. serious. Yeah. yeah, of course. Heartbreak is serious. And I'm sure a lot of people yeah. out there experience that too
0: yeah yeah and they're
1: not the only one i've i've dealt with it it's it's horrible
0: yeah yeah but you're you're kind of you're uh so so i would say i was born again when i was 24 right mm-hmm. so i can't relate to to somebody taking their faith seriously so young um that's just just my own kind of my own story oh man um, so like you're you're 14 and you come mm-hmm. to this decision, was that kind of a life-changing? Obviously, it's a life-changing moment for you. But, like, did it then throw everything that you were interested for, everything interested in, what you did in your own time, did it give it new identity?
1: Um, I would say, I'm, honestly, I would say no. Okay. Because this is the thing. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, like, 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 my early ages and my teen years, 14. But when I got saved, as far as like, um, I guess, being baptized and everything, I didn't get baptized until I believe two years, I believe 18. I forgot the age. I'm really bad at memorizing them things. But yeah. it was my later years when I got, later on in my years, when I got uh, baptized. I'm 22 now. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't, I guess, you could say born again far as being mm-hmm. baptized right or like just filled mm-hmm. with the holy spirit
0: uh yeah well i mean something uh, basically like a decision is made where you're like i'm going to turn my life around that's that's the kind of um also
1: like that all right in terms of in mm-hmm. all it was around like 13 14. yeah because yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in my mature state so yeah. i know and i'm very conscious of everything that's happening what's going on
0: Mm mm-hmm. okay awesome. And so did the music come about then? When did when did the music start? Music okay.
1: So all right so um <laughs> I before I was the artist I am today I wanted to be a singer. Okay? And okay. with those singing songs I was writing about, you know, it's female. I yeah. had songs like you got the peanut butter skin, nice little body, do <laughs> <laughs> you attend, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah yeah, then, yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm like, what do I know about that stuff? I'm just a kid, just over here talking like I'm grown. But um, and then I started writing raps. All this was like before the age of of twelve. So I would say like from seven and up, I would just write songs and stuff. I would write raps, but my raps didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was like a lot of develop development throughout the years as the years went by. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So I started. I've been doing music for like I would say since seven because my parents also bought me like a keyboard. I would make mm-hmm. beats. Uh, I played drums and I was just hands-on. Yeah. Like I loved instruments. I still yeah. do. I just, yeah. I don't know how to play them really good, but I, mm-hmm. I have the air for music.
0: Okay. And so how did the music, how did you mix the music into your school life? Or did that, did they not cross over into each other or?
1: Like my my school life?
0: Yeah, because I, I, I'll I just break this in right now. I used to sing while I was at, while I was at school. Uh huh. Um, and I was I was fearful, I would say, when I was sixteen, seventeen, being at school and telling people that on the side I would do some singing. Uh-huh. Like, do you know what I mean? So did that did did they combine or, you know, how did that work for you?
1: Yeah, yeah. So when I got to high school, um, I I was still doing. Like, I called myself. People see me as a church kid. So they knew yeah. I was doing like music like that. They would say I'm a gospel rapper and stuff. So they respected it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Then my school would have talent shows, and I remember it was one talent show. I went in and I ripped it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so they respected it. Everybody yeah. respected it. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. When it came to music, you gotta have
0: some type of confidence with you if you want that respect. I, I saw a I saw a concert you did the other day, bro. Like <laughs> you went in, bro. You went in. Oh yeah, that's
1: that's yeah. That's-
0: like you were climbing under, <laughs> like you were climbing on the stage, like on the side of the stage, bro. Like yeah, I love, I love the. <laughs> that was that was that was something, man. Like you, I, I don't, I don't know how many people were in the. It felt like a, like an like a, one of these um, like all inclusive type. You, you know, everybody yeah. feels part of it from the from the the different foot the different people that were there that I brought different footage. I saw some. You brought some presents, man. You brought some presents.
1: Yeah, I, I I love. Like I said, like I will watch a lot of performers, mm. um, down to Michael Jackson, Travis Scott, Kendrick Lamar, Draco, all like all these guys I watch. Because when it comes to music, I also do my homework too.
0: Yeah, but then
1: so when you when you're on stage, you want to make sure you you bring your all, and I've been told that from like a lot of mentors and stuff. Never since then i've held on to that but that type mm. that like that type of confidence that developed over time i never had that much confidence before okay
0: mm-hmm. okay you can tell when you watch someone like yourself you can tell that you're somebody that loves doing what what you're doing right there that's your moment there and then and you're really thriving off yes. using what i've given you there man yeah
1: yeah yeah I, and that's why i tell people this all the time It's a difference between being um, doing something just to do it for money and doing something because you're very passionate about it, you yeah. see the complete yeah. difference, even down to different artists. You would know, yeah. You would know the difference between an artist that has longevity to an artist mm-hmm. that's just temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come yeah. get the the money and But I don't fault nobody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody try to grind and do what they got to do to make a living yeah. for themselves. <clears It> How <happens, throat> it happens, It doesn't. It doesn't. You
0: know? I I definitely see um there's there's one level of confidence where you know you can step up for a crowd but there's another level of confidence where there's no one watching and you're on a street doing a, a music video like that like where <laughs> there's no, like it's easier to to follow something that a crowd's following like a concert mm-hmm. what's difficult and what i see from you which is amazing is this kind of ability just to kind of do the street music videos that you've done that are different that stand out like what like run me through that like why where did that come from the whole style in which you do your music and yeah what do you think gonna...
1: okay so those three those little freestyle videos that was like you know during the whole pandemic and stuff it's just like um i just wanted to bring joy to the internet yeah. and honestly i just needed some more content okay so I, i'm being completely honest so i was like you know yeah. what, let me just do some freestyle videos entertain mm. my audience while. Oh, sorry that was a call scam oh. those crazy scam like these man i don't like those things
0: <laughs>
1: um, yeah. yeah, i just wanted to entertain everybody uh give everybody freestyle videos let them enjoy it and i did it to like old school beats classical beats oh, Yeah, um, great. yeah i was just i was just having fun man
0: having fun yeah. i i loved it bro because i think there is kind of this idea that we have to if we're going to do something creative it has to kind of go with the times, but what I like kind of pulled it back a little bit. You've turned, you've you've, you've definitely, it doesn't surprise me one bit that you were inspired by someone like Michael Jackson, because you've really bought the the dance moves that he brought in, you know, that he brought, and you've just brought them back and it's refreshing to see, like, so good on you, mate. That's fantastic. Yeah, man, uh,
1: it's great. A lot of people tell me that, when they look at my music videos, they say, I get to use inspired by Michael Jackson. I sure was yeah that. and awesome. something he's always michael jackson said you study the greats to become the greatest so any great artists i look at i make sure i study them i um i just look at how they move and stuff because yeah like i said you you want to study the greats to become the greatest
0: yeah
1: once 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 their time is up um i don't mean like on earth or anything like once they get tired yeah. of doing whatever they're doing they got to pass it's always down to the next generation
0: yeah absolutely you know so this so this podcast, we've, we've called it The Power of the Tongue. I'm a huge believer that actually we um, have great power in the words that we say to other people. This was the biggest thing I would say that stood out to me about you. Where, like explain, me, explain to me why that's so important for you. That's a great, a very, very great question
1: because in the Bible it says, it's about the power of the tongue is life and death. Now, and I'm going to bring, like, real-life situations into this. So you have, like, a lot of artists. Rush in peace those artists.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They would write songs um, talking about they would want to die before a specific age. They want these drugs to take them away. Um, other artists, I don't want to say it, but you got artists like Biggie, even their, their album, Life After Death, or anything mm-hmm. involving death. If you're going to speak that upon yourself, that's eventually what's going to happen in your life. The tongue is very powerful. Mm-hmm. The tongue is very powerful. Um, Even down to Rest In Peace and he's a great artist, but XXX and Tasio mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He wanted, saying? He wanted to some of his songs, he was talking about him dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Rest In Peace, the Juice World. these are great artists. Not I'm not talking about them, but Juice World would talk about the same thing about him dying. Mm-hmm. And eventually, look what happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like those are are examples, especially for the position that they have and the amount of influence that they have. Mm. But a lot of people won't only see stuff like that from the natural eye. They don't look at it from the supernatural eye. Mm. That's why it's very important, especially for us that the ones that do know and the way how life is, we have to be able to to teach them, but do it out of love. Okay, You know what I'm saying? So Yeah,
0: that's good. That's good. Do you have personal, would you say you have personal experience of knowing what it feels like to have the complete opposite of positive language used on you uh, in, in your life? Like As in, Do you think there's a personal element where you say, I want to be positive with other people because I know personally how it feels to have negative put my way?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. And this is just because of me living in New York. Mm-hmm. You see so much, or oh, you hear so much derogative language, any language like all of the language that's derogatory and provocative mm-hmm. and just negative and oh, it's wicked the things people say. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like that plays a, that affects people around around them. You know what I'm saying? Like we going down the street, you hear somebody talking all this nonsense. You don't want to hear that. Yeah, because sometimes even the start of your day, you hear all that nonsense that could like really damper your spirit. But Mm. if you come around people and just speak in love and positivity to them and just, you know, just having that type of charity, that compassion, eventually you'll make somebody day. Hey, man, how you doing? Hope you have a wonderful day. That makes people smile. The littlest thing like that can makes people smile for the rest of the day. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that's the reason why I choose to be very very positive.
0: Mm. Be Very very positive. That's good. That's a good. It's a good place to be. You know the difference. I I spent some time um, in 2014 in Virginia, um, in Richmond, Virginia, and the difference. Oh my goodness! Like the difference. It, it makes to someone when you say hello and, and over there, you know, it's like, how you doing? It's so common. Yeah. Road. Like it's not like that here, though, bro. bro it's not like that here. Like Mm-mm. people are not generally like people are friendly, but like, you know, you, you have to generally, you have to work at people longer in order to become their friend and to, to break down the walls. And so I'm sure there's a certain element of that there as well. But certainly, you know, here you can say hello to someone in the street, and they can look at you like you're talking to me. I'm I don't know you. Mm, no, that's true. I agree with you. Hmm. Sad, sad reality, really. But uh, so let's run, run it through. Like the music that you bring, why then? Okay, so you've got the language. You want to use this positive, uh, these positive vibes, these these this good language to encourage people and lift people up, and obviously then you have as well, what I would say, the strongest basis for, for positivity, which would be the Christian faith, you know, encouraging and lifting people up and giving them life. Um, how do you then, for you as an artist, how do you then create music that way? That's Because the balance is, I guess, the balance is uh, being able to create something that's, in, that's a great message, but that's also catchy and that people like. How do you work through
1: um <clears throat> so i'm a person of truth okay um so when it comes to my faith especially me reading the, the bible and i believe in the bible so much because that's like a lot of things that has been fulfilled um mm-hmm. things are still being fulfilled and that's things that's going to happen that's okay. soon to come mm-hmm. And you just know when it's real, especially when it comes to like the spirituality and just being filled with the spirit and just seeing how how my life how my life evolves around, you know, like I guess the the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So what I try to do, I try to incorporate it in my music, not in a way where it's forcing people,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I try to do it in a way where it's like they can resonate with it.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? And It's a Bible scripture that says Jesus speaks about it himself. He said, I am the truth, I am the way, and I am the light. Mm. And there's also another scripture in the Bible. It's my favorite scripture. It's Mm. Matthew 5 16, I believe. And it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. So Mm. when, when you're anything that's just involving light or truth, you don't have to prove your point you could speak it but you don't have to prove it but you know it's true because people easily gravitate to it
0: Mm.
1: you know what i'm saying so that's how yeah that's that's it yeah
0: yeah do you find that difficult do you find the balance between creating something that's a vibe that's a that's a good song that's a creative song because you know the first i heard of this right doing which is incredibly clever is you know andy minio yeah not personally, I mean? but I know him. No, okay, cool. So he's, I think he's got a song called uh, Martinelli. Mm-hmm. Do you know and the song? Yeah, playing with the Martinelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I think, I think my interpretation, I haven't listened to it for a while, so I could be completely off, but I was like, what's Martinelli? Because Martinelli, we don't have it in the UK, right? <laughs> it's um, and, it's <laughs> Yeah, go on, explain what it is.
1: See, it's not an alcoholic beverage, so it's like, you know, those apple ciders? Yeah, yeah. And they have, like, the different flavors, like, the fruit yeah, yeah. flavors. It's non-alcoholic, but it's a, yeah. a, a sizzling drink. It's
0: really good. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, his, his whole, like, the whole reason he's done a song about it is, is because it's a non-alcoholic drink in a in a champagne bottle, isn't it? Like, pretty mm-hmm. much it comes in a champagne-looking yeah. And it's this idea that we all pretend to be things on the outside, but inside we're all broken, mm. uh, you know. And I was like, ah, like that is that is clever. Like the way that it's created something that we all know, or in your culture, you know what Martinelli is, and the, the comparison. And that was the first I saw that, and I, I hear that from you really in your music, in some of the stuff you've, you've in some of the stuff you've talked about. Um, mm-hmm. especially with the newer album, the new album you've done, there's a lot of kind of real comparisons there to that sort of illustration. Would you, would you agree? Of course. I haven't of mm. sorry. Yes. Yeah. Well, so. Give us some, give us some, uh, examples from the new album that you've used to get, to get a wider point out.
1: Okay. So, um, let's see a good song. I can say is 66 Battlefield. That's one of my favorites, you know. <laughs> yeah, 66 battlefield. So yeah. that song, people people wonder what that song is about. They either think of it as a gun. I mean, it is. I compared mm-hmm. something to a gun, okay. um, and just be on the battlefield. So when I say 66 battlefield, I'm speaking. The 66 is my Bible, because mm-hmm. you know it's 66 books in the Bible, and yeah. I like, said I got a chopper. The word new and old. It's the New Testament, the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and the New Testament.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's what I'm calling like, my gun, the 66. That's my lethal weapon, and I'm going out into this battlefield, and this battlefield is a spiritual warfare, like battling yeah. against the devil and his yeah. imps, his little demon, little demon things, and yeah, yeah. I try to compare it in a way was like, you know, how people talking about I got my, they you know, they talk about all these guns in their songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. instead of me talking about actual gun to do damage to my brethren, instead yeah. of me. But the Bible also says we're not supposed um, we're not supposed to wrestle against flesh and blood, flesh mm-hmm. and blood, but against principalities mm-hmm. and all the wicked things of the of the earth. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm basically talking about. Instead of me going out there and shoot my brothers, I'm not going out there to literally shoot my brothers, but I'm going
0: mm-hmm. out there to, to fight against the devil and his little yeah, earth, For spiritual sure spiritual warfare. Yeah, I know you love explaining these things as well because I'm sure there'll be a, a lot of time that goes into making sure you're getting across this message, and you don't want people to miss out on that message either. Really? No, nah, I don't want nobody. But I'm style. sure, I'm sure, I'm sure the way that you do it, I'm sure people do listen to it. It depends what you listen. Some people like lyrics. Some people yeah. like the sound of a, uh, of a of a track without without the lyrics. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess. Well, I guess for you as the creative, you probably enjoy the idea of explaining what you mean by certain things, so that people can fully. Like, I'll be able to listen to that song now again in a new light, knowing what your intentions were from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Give it. us another one, then. Give us another one from the from the album where you're like, okay, this is what I mean by do that. Do that for another track.
1: Okay, cool. Um, so let's see, say, let's see, say, Train on Top. I mean, mm-hmm. well, bo- bo- the title was Cherry on Top, but I changed it to Born Again, just for very important, important reasons. So Born Again, which was mm-hmm. originally named Cherry on Top, okay. I compared that to like ice cream. But when okay. I was talking about it's like, the, I want the world to be sweet again, like ice cream with the cherry on top. It's so much, we're living in perilous times right now, in perilous times is you have a lot of the wicked things going on, people being disobedient, kids being disobedient to their parents. Yeah. Um. You have just a lot of the things that's bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that song is like, I just it's like a prayer, in a way, and I'm just asking God again. So asking God to, to um, you know, just make the world again sweet like Train Top. But in order for that to happen, it all starts with the people. We have to be yeah. willing to make that change. Yeah. People have yeah. to be able to comply with the guide, the guideline that was given to us. Yeah. Yeah. you know? And I, Yeah. 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 And, it, and it's crazy to me because, you know, a lot of people, I don't want to talk on nobody in religion and stuff, but a lot of people don't, they don't believe in Jesus. Mm. But then that's why well, in the song I said, in your room, on your deathbed, you want to call him in. Every yeah. time when somebody's on their deathbed, oh, Jesus, oh, Lord, that's the first thing they call. Nobody yeah. else. Course, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I like yeah. to, I just like the stuff like that. I just try to get people to understand like, okay, we avoiding this person, but you always want to be the first one to call them. But I mean, hey, the Bible said, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. That who? Mm-hmm. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> you know?
0: That's good, man. That's good. Facts. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got, you've got this ability of being able to communicate this message in a way that isn't, I would say, isn't watered down. That's certainly not the way I would say it, but is in a creative way where people can go, oh, okay. Because I, I guess a lot of people will, um, they receive kind of conviction for this or conviction for change uh, in the, at their own speed. Mm-hmm. and so you know and hearing something like that as I say I've just, I've just been a prime example I've just heard you know I've heard years ago Martinelli by Andy Minio and I'm like oh okay that's a good example of using something really creative in order to get a good message out to people and that's what I see in you and I think that's, that's absolutely fantastic mm-hmm. what, would you say to, what would you say to a young person that's got a gifting in expressing their faith um in a kind and they have they also have like they have a passion to express their faith but they also have a creative gifting in which to do so what advice would you give to someone that's in that kind of position
1: I would say number one never be ashamed to speak about it but also when you mm. do don't be forceful do it in a way where it's loving mm. so people can easily gravitate to it to so like oh my gosh mm. you're speaking about some real stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what I'm saying because I mean, the Bible also says faith faith comes faith comes by the hearing of the the hearing of the word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when people hear it, that's how they're able to gain their faith. But yeah, yeah once you make that music, do it out of love, do it in a dope way, be different, it's it's best to stand out than the than the than to sit in that box. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to be outstanding and different. You know, you want to yeah. draw people into your world. Absolutely. What what
0: church were
1: you brought up in? Yeah. Okay, so me I, I had a church, it was called True Worship Church. And that's located out in Liberty out here. Liberty Avenue out in Brooklyn. In Crescent. Mm-hmm. Crescent, I believe. Yeah. Um that's the church I actually grew up in, but as we've gotten older we just started to maneuver to different churches. And now my recent church home is called um Trinity Pentecostal House of Prayer. Okay. But you know, due to COVID and everything, we've been home for a little bit. So I've been having church on myself. You know okay. what I'm saying? The church is the body of Christ anyway. It isn't really the building. We just go to the building to fellowship. Sure. But um
0: yeah. Are your church quite supportive of creative arts?
1: Yeah, they they love they love the the work that I that that I do. I mean, they don't, they haven't really hurt I'm not sure if they hurt like other artists as far as like all okay. um, well, the the Lecrae's and the Minio's and the KB's and all those guys of that nature, but okay. they like my stuff, so I'm pretty sure they like my stuff, they
0: will like theirs too. Yeah, no, that's good. Who inspires you in the way of kind of Christian artists? You've mentioned several kind of secular artists that bring a lot in their own right, for sure. Um, are there any Christian artists that you go, actually I really like what this person's doing? I'm gonna be completely honest. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Why is that? Why do you think? Um, um Okay.
1: Okay, I'll be honest too. I feel like they all sound the same. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I get
1: I give it to Andy. And matter of fact, Andy minio the most mm-hmm. creative, like as far as different sounding than him, yeah, so. I've heard mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. Um. I would say R G. I haven't okay. really heard this stuff, but some stuff that I heard, it's like, oh, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I haven't like a lot of the the Christian artists doesn't inspire me. It's mostly the secular artists because you listen to them, it's like, I like music that makes me feel like I'm like going out of space or something. Like, oh my gosh, where am I? This is a new place yeah like yeah so i love um a lot of the That don't mean I, I live like that the music mm-hmm. just inspires me to create yeah you know, of course, of course. My own type of thing you know
0: yeah yeah you've got quite a traditional um music video type as well like i saw i, I said to you earlier your song with ruslan um was not just a great song like i enjoy that song it's incredible um but the music video like i can i don't know if i'd be able to enjoy the song as much without watching the music video you know what i mean yeah 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 that usually happens though. i know like the video brings the song out even more yeah yeah, yeah. but especially yours you really you, you bring people back to an era that i don't even know that era um <laughs> <laughs> that it that it's died off in but um do you think your dad has an impact on that or do, is it just primarily things you've seen from before No, it's just
1: just primarily things I've seen from before. Like, I love all types of music. My favorite, like my favorite era will always be like back then. I love the music from back then. Like the 80s, the um, 70s, 60s, 50s, 90s, a little bit of the early 2000s. But, yeah, I love the music from back then. I'm an old head. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I'm an old head. On young shoulders, yeah. On oh, young shoulders, basically, 22, yeah. Twenty-two. I didn't. I didn't realize you were that young. Yeah, that's great. Long. yeah that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Do you, are there many people? Are you in a? You know, you've got people around you that do the music mm-hmm. that you don't like, or have you, or people that you speak to and connect with on a, from a Christian perspective? Um, yeah, how do how do you connect with people that are on the same wavelength as you are?
1: Um, I feel like that's just a natural thing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you said, because we're like on the same the same I guess the same wave or something, like just being a believer, that's just a natural connection. It's supposed to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we all supposed to be able to fellowship, shop with each other's iron and encourage each other. One fall mm-hmm. down, you lift the the, uh, the other one up. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be like that. So that's just a natural a natural thing right there.
0: That's yeah, true. yeah. How important is it for you within your music? Because you said something to me really interesting earlier about mm-hmm. being an artist and being a Christian. How important is it for you to express your faith via your, your music? It's, to me, it's very important
1: because, especially being a believer, like that's our job to, to spread the good news. And me, because of my gift, being music, I'm going to try my best to do whatever I can to plant as many seeds, like when people listen to it. I want them to to be able to receive it, take it in, and then yeah. I just pray and I always ask God to the Lord continue to do the increase, water that seed that's been planted. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm doing my job, even when I have personal conversations with people on the street, and I take the time to pray with them, I, I try to do whatever I can, whatever opportunity that I get to pour into people. You know? Because... Yeah, that's our job. We're supposed to be laborers of, of Christ and servants of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's our job. Mm-hmm. I try to. I. T- I let people know all the time. Like, listen, when you think of being a believer or a Christian, you don't have to present yourself as this perfect person. Nobody is a perfect. You know. Mm-hmm. So I just try to be as
0: real as much as I can with, with, with people. Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good place to be for sure what what does the future hold for you my friend i know for sure that
1: the future holds great things i mean like down to this is how i see myself i see festivals and stadiums and even things that's been prophesied over my life Mm -hmm. um i know i'm eventually gonna come out with a book like You can't have a lot of wisdom and not be able to pour in by writing it down. So I know eventually I'm coming out with a book. I see endorsement deals. I see movies and TV shows and more Mm. radio interviews and a lot of press. and Yeah. Just being able to provide. And as I get get older to become a man, soon to be a husband when it's the right time, uh, just being a great young man, a leader. You know being able to be a great brother to my sister is a great son and and a provider my future children a a, a great father protector um you know what i'm saying Mm. like just things like that i just i speak a lot of great things of myself and i know for sure like my future will be great too really really great
0: that's great that's great great. yeah so so for the next you, the, that's the longer term what does the next year two years three year hold like how do we get to that how do you get to that if if the longer term is that for the immediate future
1: um I just gotta keep grinding I gotta keep grinding cause I I, I keep speaking on myself I say this year I know it's gonna be a huge shift in my life if I just keep on putting in the work if I keep on sacrificing my time when I say sacrifice, I mean Every day, I try to stay in my word. I try to pray. I go mm-hmm. right in my backyard to read. Um, I fall short. I ask God for forgiveness because everybody, everybody sins, whether it's big or little. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If I fall short, I ask God for forgiveness. But yeah, just yeah. keep working hard and connecting, building relationships. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something I was told. They said a a great name. You rather want your your name could either ring a bell or an alarm but I want my name to ring bells. Okay. You know, because somebody hear your name, oh, I know this person. and You know, Mm I post a, oh, that's a bad, that's a bad Mm -hmm. person. You know what I'm saying? The Bible also says a a great name is better than riches. Sure. You know, so that's, that's, that's it. I just want to build relationships, keep working hard. Sure, sure.
0: How do you let people know of the work that you do, the music that you do in order for collaborations and, and getting yourself out there? How do you, Work that, especially within the society we live in now, with COVID and things. How do you do that? How do you find that that works for you? Like as far as like collaborating with people, like how how yeah. do I think about those? Yeah, people? like just um, getting getting yourself out there with your music and, uh, and and connecting with other people.
1: Um, so like I said, like networking and everything, and every artist I come across, I tell them "Hey, listen, if you want to collab, let's do it." Or if I have something, I feel like they would fit on it. They, I hit them up. Mm. And we'll do it. Some I won't lie. Sometimes a lot of them have, you know, big heads. They're, like, pretty prideful. Okay. okay. But, um, but working with me, um, everybody, they know the music that I do. They respect it. And they know, like, it can't be no cursing or no nonsense. Like, we can talk about real stuff. Just don't do no cursing or nonsense. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. So. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just going to check if there were any any questions I put on. Um, as a, a general rule of thumb, I will put out questions to the Instagram followers to see if, yeah, this is often an interactive uh, podcast, see if there's any um, questions that they've got. Which is good. Here we go. Okay. What do you... Um, the, the main question I guess we got was kind of you say you were singing before you obviously put yourself in as an artist, um, singing, rapping. What 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 would you prefer? What's your kind of go to, or or are you just a a man that kind of likes to spread yourself in that way? Um, like what do I go yeah. by? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And and how do you use that in the music?
1: Okay, so I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. That's why I call myself an artist because whatever the vibe of the song is, whatever idea that comes down, that's what I put <laughs> into it if it involves singing, yeah. rapping, or no, I do both. I have the song "Born Again," you catch me singing and rapping. That's why I say music is—it's just a feeling. It's like you can't even explain it. You can only just put it out there, create it, put it out there. Yeah. So yeah, so I just call myself an artist, but that's I'm really, i I can rap my butt off. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I guess you put yourself—if you are a rapper—you put yourself in a box, don't you? Um yeah, you tend definitely. to limiting yourself off in the future. Yeah, yeah.
1: Basically, I guess in that sense, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. So, to those people listening, um, we're going to bring it kind of bring it into a close now. For those people listening, what would be? the message that you want to send out, obviously you do it through your music and you, like, I'll put a link. Um, what would you like me to link people to? How can people find you and what's the message you want to send out to people listening? Um, my
1: message is to to love one another. Mm. That's the main, that's the main commandment, to love one another. Okay. Um, and to, to just do good works and, Keep letting your light shine. That's my yeah. thing. Like let your light so shine, mm-hmm. you know. So when people see that light, they eventually want to go to the light. But if they see dark, they don't want to walk into the dark. You yeah. know. So always love, love, and let your light shine.
0: Absolutely, that's that's really good. And if people want to uh, find some of the music that we've talked about today, um, how do people do that? Um, literally.
1: You could go on any social platform, YouTube, any streaming service, and just type in Z I E A R R E, and everything involving me comes up literally. Down, to, or, or they could just go to my website, Z-I-E-A-R-R-E.com. com.
0: Sure, sure. Where did that name come from, Zaire? Hmm. Okay. Um. So
1: Zaire is my middle name. Okay. My mother. Okay. I, my I was supposed to have well. Zaire is supposed to be my first name also, but my dad wanted me to be a junior. So my name is Frederick Zaire Flowers, just to put out my government. Wow. But the way it's spelled is, yeah, like that Z-I-E-A-R-R-E, but it's also a place in Africa. I found out. Yeah, I found out it's a place in Africa. But yeah, it's cool though, because Zaire Zaire has an
0: ear for music, which is cool. So yeah. That's awesome. That's class. Yeah. Well, brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on for being able to share your story. and I appreciate this, man. Yeah, I just want I want you to know that, like, as someone that's had you on social media, you've been a blessing to me in the way that you bring across the energy of just positivity and the importance of what you're saying uh, out to other people. So just keep doing what you're doing, man, because, you know, you're inspiring me, you're inspiring other people. Um, and and so, yeah, just keep keep going, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, man. I hope to stay connected, for real. Mm-hmm. hope to stay connected with you. I really enjoyed this, this interview. <laughs> Absolutely. Incredible. Everybody,
1: yeah, have a blessed one. Thank you.
0: Well, that was incredible. What a fantastic individual with a fantastic story. I hope you've been inspired by this. I hope this idea has kind of challenged you in what we say to others, just being of value and how, as a creative person, he's using his voice, but not just his voice and the words that he says but the ability to sing and rap together in order to glorify God. Guys, if you like what you've heard, it'd be fantastic to give this a thumbs up, to subscribe, to like. As we said earlier, just a a fantastic podcast around. I hope to see you guys soon. Take care. Bye-bye.